welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Poor Miller's Apprentice and the Cat. There once was a miller who lived in a mill. He had neither wife nor children, but three hired men. One day, after the men had been with him for some years, he said to them, I'm getting old, and soon I'll retire and just sit by the stove. So I want you to go out and see who can bring back the best horse. The winner will get my mill. In return, he'll have to take care of me until I die. Now the youngest of the hired hands was the apprentice, and the other two thought he was a simpleton and did not deserve the mill. He, in fact, did not even want it, but he set out with the other two, and when they came to a village, the two men said to Simple Hans, Why don't you stop here? You'll never get a horse as long as you live. But Hans went on with them, and when night came, they arrived at a cave and lay down to sleep inside. The two clever ones waited until Hans fell asleep. Then they got up and made off, while Hans continued sleeping. They thought that they had made a smart move, but we shall see what happens to men like that. When the sun rose and Hans woke up, he was lying in the deep cave. He looked all around and cried, Oh God, where am I? Then he got up and crawled out of the cave. He went into the forest and began thinking, They've abandoned me and left me here all alone. How shall I ever get a horse? While he was walking along and pondering his situation, he met a little cat covered with many different spots, and she spoke to him in a friendly way. Where are you going, Hans? Why, you can't help me. I know quite well what you're looking for, said the cat. You want a fine horse. Come with me and be my faithful servant for seven years. Then I'll give you the finest horse you'll ever see in your life. This is a really strange cat, Hans thought. But I might as well see if she's telling the truth. So she took him with her to her enchanted castle, where there were nothing but kittens for servants. They were cheerful and good-natured creatures, and ran nimbly up and down the stairs. In the evening, when Hans and the cat sat down at the dinner table, three of the kittens had to play music. One played the double bass, the second the fiddle, and the third took a trumpet and blew until his cheeks were all puffed out. After they had finished their meal, the table was carried away, and the cat said, now, Hans, come and dance with me. No, he answered, I don't dance with pussycats. I've never done anything like that. Then bring him to bed, she said to the kittens. One kitten lit the way to the bedroom, another took off his shoes, a third his stockings, and a fourth blew the light out. The next morning they returned and helped him out of bed. One put on his stockings, the second got his shoes, the third washed him, and the fourth dried his face with its tail. <laughs> that feels very soft, said Hans. Now, he also had to serve the cat, and he was supposed to chop firewood every day. She gave him a silver axe, silver wedges, a silver saw, and a copper mallet for this chore. Well, he chopped the wood into small pieces and stayed at the castle for some time. He had plenty to eat and drink, and saw nobody except the cat with many different spots and her servants. One day she said to him, Go and mow my meadow and get the hay ready. She gave him a silver scythe and a golden whetstone and told him to return everything to her in proper condition when he was finished. 
Hans did as he was told, and when he was finished with the work, he brought in the hay and returned the scythe and whetstone. Then he asked whether he could have his payment. No, said the cat. First you must do one more thing for me. Here, you have wood made of silver, an axe, a square, and everything you need, all in silver. I want you to build me a small cottage. Now Hans built the cottage, and when it was finished, he pointed out that he had completed his task and still did not have a horse. Indeed, even though it felt like only six months, the seven years had passed. So the cat asked whether he would like to see her horses. Yes, said Hans. Then she went to her cottage and opened the door. Twelve proud horses were standing there, and their coats were so sparkling bright and shiny that his heart jumped with joy. The cat gave Hans something to eat and drink and said, It's time for you to go home, but I'm not going to give you your horse now. I'll bring it with me in three days' time. The cat showed Hans the way to the mill, and he set out. However, she had not given him any new clothes, so he had to keep wearing the old tattered overalls he had been wearing all these years, and they had become much too short all over for him. When he reached home, the two other hired men were there already. Of course, each of them had brought a horse with him, but one horse was blind and the other lame. "'Well, Hans,' they asked, "'where's your horse?' "'I'm expecting it in three days.' They laughed and said, "'Where in the world could you ever get a horse? We can't wait to see your fine creature.' Hans went into the miller's house, but the miller told him he was too ragged and disheveled to sit at the table. If anyone happened by, he would disgrace them. So Hans had to remain outside, and they gave him some food. When they went to sleep in the evening, the other two hired men refused to give him a bed. Finally, he had to crawl into the goose house and lay down on some hard straw. When he awoke the next morning, the three days were already up, and a coach driven by six horses arrived at the mill. My, how the horses glistened in the sunlight! It was a beautiful sight, and a servant had brought a seventh horse, which was intended for the poor miller's apprentice. A dazzling princess then stepped out of the coach and went into the mill. This princess was none other than the cat with many different spots whom Hans had served for seven years. She asked the miller where the apprentice was. "'We couldn't let him sleep in the mill,' said the miller. "'He was too ragged and dirty.' So he's lying in the goose house. The princess had him fetched immediately, and when they got him out, he had to hold his overalls together in order not to expose himself. The servant unpacked a bundle of splendid clothes and then washed him and dressed him. When Hans was ready, no king could have looked more handsome. After this, the maiden demanded to see the horses that the other hired men had brought. One was blind and the other lame. Then she ordered her servant to bring the seventh horse. When the miller saw it, he said he had never seen a horse like it in his yard. It's for the apprentice, she said. Now this mill is his, said the miller. But the princess said that he could keep his mill, and he could have the horse, too. She took her faithful Hans by the hand, led him into the coach, and drove off with him. First they went to the small cottage he had built for her with the silver tools, but it had become a huge castle, and everything in it was made of silver and gold. 
Afterward, she married him, and he was rich, so rich that he had more than enough money for the rest of his life. So, remember, don't let anyone tell you that simpletons can never amount to anything. The End The Brothers Grim Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the tales, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 